Hey guys, welcome back to the Grant Mint Podcast, episode number 70. And in this episode, we're going to be discussing standards, while they're important and why they're affecting your life more than you potentially know. Charlie Munger says, never underestimate the man who overestimates himself. When you look at the most successful people in the world, and even differently when you meet them, you realize they're no smarter than anybody else. Maybe they had, they were lucky, maybe they had some innate skill, whether it was communication, whether it was an engineer, whatever, they had a specific background, but they actually truly believed, not only did they deserve what they wanted, but they were good enough to get it. And most people lose the battle before they even start because they don't even think that it's possible. And you have to think big and you have to think differently, but realize that if right now you're not in the situation that you want to be in your life, whether it's your finances, your relationships, where you live, what you're currently accomplishing, the job that you currently have, it is in some form correlated to the standards that you have, right? So let me give you an example of how to evaluate your standards. And I'm gonna show you guys how to increase them, adjust them, and why you need to take it more seriously, right? Number one, what content do you regularly consume? You can tell anything about a person. It is so obvious if you just get on their TikTok, get on their Instagram, and look at the For You page. Scroll down and see what the first 10 or 20 videos that pop up. What are they talking about? What is going on? It'll give you great insight into what you have been thinking about over the last couple weeks. I realized this uh, six to eight months back. I think I mentioned this actually on the podcast and on my social media, but I unfollowed Minus, I think, three people that I really respect, pretty much every single celebrity. The reason was is I didn't realize how much time I was wasting just listening and paying attention and wasting energy on the wrong people. It just didn't serve me. So I want you to look at your content. What do you watch on Netflix? What do you watch on YouTube? What is your algorithm? What are the videos and pictures and people that you follow on social media? Pay attention to it closely. Number two, what people do you regularly talk to? What do y'all talk about? And what type of lives do those people live? Okay, number three, what places do you typically go to? If you look at those three things, and I know nothing about the person, I can pretty much tell you the trajectory that they're on. Because we'll know what they're thinking, we know where they're going, and we know what type of people they're surrounding themselves with. It's a huge indicator of their standards, what they're actually okay with. I've met people that if they made less than a million dollars in a month, that hell would be freezing over. It would be almost like the end of the world. And I've met people that if they make $10,000, they're going to act like they just won the lotto and they're going to go buy every designer thing that they can get their hands on. Who you choose to talk to and what you are okay, meaning what do you tolerate, will dictate the outcome of your life. We're in an overstimulated world where every single day, new information, new industries, new opportunities, new jobs, new this, new that is hitting you every single day. Think about it. You get on Instagram, you're in the insurance industry, and then suddenly someone's doing this new thing called drop shipping or someone's starting an AI business. Somebody's doing this and you're like, damn, maybe I should do something different. So I heard this saying, Alex Hermosi says it, it's called the lady in the red dress. In the middle of you doing something that you're really good at, a lady in the red dress runs across that catches your attention. Suddenly you're like, maybe I should do this. And so the reason why I say your standards are so important 
is in an overstimulated world with so much information that's hitting you from all angles, if you don't have standards that are through the roof, unbelievably high, you will go from job to job to industry to industry to girlfriend to girlfriend, boyfriend to boyfriend, city to city. You will just chase the next thing forever doing all of these random activities that will put you in all of these different circumstances that will not be up to a, a standard that it should be because you don't know what you're okay with. If you don't know what is absolutely unac unacceptable to you, and if you don't know what you actually want out of life, even if it's audacious and so far out that you can't imagine at this moment, then you will constantly spend time around people, environments, and industries that do not serve you. You have to have standards and you cannot tolerate bullshit, disrespect, and low vibrational energy, like bad success, bad people, bad environments. You have to know what you deserve. So a couple of different things that you can do, and then we're going to break these down in details as far as what you do and your finances, as well as the people and the way that people treat you. The first thing is, what type of life do you want? Okay, what do you want? What is the dream goal? What house do you want to have? What area do you want to live in? What people do you want to be friends with? What type of relationships you want to have? Think about all those things. If you need to pause this and write it down for 10, 20 minutes, cool, do it. But I want you to the T, be as detailed as possible. Figure out what you want out of life. What does that look like? The next thing that you need to realize is what do you tolerate? What is the absolute worst? Like, what do you have to do? Okay, meaning if your goal is like, man, Grant, I would love to make a million dollars a year because I could do this, I could do this, I could do this. But if right now you're making 50 grand a year, but deep down, if you made 100, you would be so excited. Then you're likely going to find a way to figure out how to make $100,000 because you're okay with it. But if a, if a million dollars, let's just say this is a goal, this example, if that was your bare minimum, like hell will freeze over if you do not make that income, I bet you'd find a way to do it. The example I always give my sales reps is picture you got captured by the mob. They had a gun to your head and they said, you have to pay us a million dollars by the end of the year or we're going to take you out, your family out and everyone. We're watching every one of your moves. This is where your mom is. This is where you were yesterday. This is where this was. All those different things. You have to give us a million dollars. It has to be legal. It has to be ethical. What would you do? Would you still make the same amount of calls? Would you still be in the same industry? Would you still uh, just relax on, you know, let's take a day off. I'm a little bit worn out. Would you still do those things? Probably not, right? Because the minimum standard of survival, not of success, not you can go back home and your parents are going to be proud of you, but actual survival is that target. I'm sure you would do things a little bit different. That is what standards are. You cannot tolerate performing under a certain level. It does not matter what the industry is doing. It doesn't matter what the other person in the company is doing. It doesn't matter what your friends from back home are doing. What are your standards? I could tell you the best thing that I've ever been able to you know, utilize in my life is I didn't have the resources. I didn't have the connections. I never really had this mentor that just told me the way. And I'm learning right with you guys. And so you're, you're watching me learn as we go as well. But the one thing that I'll tell you is when I was 22, I had absolutely nothing. I was at the lowest point in my life. 
the one thing that if you go ask my brother, you go ask someone in my family, you go ask my closest friends, I not for a second doubted where I was going. I thought the current situation I was in was complete BS and I was it was unacceptable. But I knew that it was not who I was and I knew I was going to make a change and make a difference. And the book, this is a great book that Donald Trump wrote. And he was talking about, it was about him making a comeback. And Donald Trump, we all know him as the president now, but he was talking about when he was at the lowest point of his career. He was in hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars of debt, if not more. He was this close to losing everything. And I'm, I'm always intrigued by people who are successful, especially people who are different and unique. And when he was at his low point, he told the story of two different things that happened. One is the most Donald Trump version ever. The first one is he had this gala to go to and he didn't want to go and everyone knew that he was at the low point. So if you're in bankruptcy and you're all these different things, you can't take a limo there because it looks bad. So he didn't take a limo. He took a taxi cab, pouring down rain. And he wrote in the book, he said, man, all I wanted to do is just go home and go to sleep. I just felt so low. And he showed up at that event. So screw it, I'm going to show up. He started talking to the guy next to him. The guy next to him, they started talking about how they like golf and this, that, and the other. And it ended up being one of the high-end bankers, one of the highest level bankers for the bank that he owns hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars to. That because of that one conversation, they were able to refinance and work out another deal that kept him going and helped him build back. The other example that he spoke on there, and this is what's so interesting, is if you don't believe in yourself and if you don't have full force confidence and high standards, the world is going to treat you differently. Trump was in a meeting with all these different people renegotiating his debt. This would be a meeting that would almost like walking into a funeral. And he walks in and starts signing the art of the deal copy books to all of these bankers, which doesn't even make sense. You're like, man, this guy's crazy. But he believed in himself even at the lowest point. And when you look at all of these different people, you see these successful athletes, they have an injury, they bounce back and they win. They go through the roughest part of their life, all of a sudden they're back on top. They went through the challenges, but the difference was this. Was the outside circumstance unique and difficult? Of course. But the inner confidence and standards that they had were on another level. And so what happens is when you have unbelievably high standards, the world starts reacting to you. Let me give you an example. Let's say that for the last five years, you've been making $300,000 a year. You're an unbelievable sales rep. You're great at managing people. You have all these skill sets. And let's say something happens to where you lose your job, the company lays off people, like something unfortunate happens, okay? While that circumstance is tough, you are still the person that produced all of those results for the last five years. But the market right now has put you in a bad situation. You did everything you could, but you dealt with issues. If you deep down have low standards and someone comes up and says, hey, you know, we want to go ahead and offer you a job. The max you'll be able to make here is $100,000. Is that person going to take that job? Well, if your standards are low, you are. But if you deep down said, I will never do something where I can't make under 300K, absolutely not. Are you going to tell them yes and go waste a year of your life making a third of what you used to make? No. You're going to say, I'm sorry, 
Um, I'm, I'm someone that can output way more than that. Last two years, I've made over $300,000. If there's another opportunity, let me know. You're not, you're going to tell them no. You're going to go to the next opportunity, the next opportunity, the next opportunity. Even if it takes an extra three, four, five months, because you do not tolerate anything than what you want to produce, that same person, instead of wasting their time at the wrong industry, the wrong business, the wrong job, whatever, they will find something that is of their standards and be back even better than they were before. The reason that was is the world had to react to you. This is why having confidence and self-esteem is so important in life. The easiest people to manipulate are people who lack information and self-confidence and self-esteem. That's why when you see the news and you see all the propaganda that's out there and all these people that are all emotional about all these things, it's because they lack self-esteem. They're easily persuaded by fake narratives that aren't true. If you have a conversation with someone from back home or a teacher or a family member and they say, well, you know, I just don't think you have it in you and you believe them, you're going to start taking different steps and not be audacious and confident in, your, in who you are. But if they say that and you go, no, that's BS. Absolutely, that's not true at all. I'm going to do more than they've ever done. I'll be the most successful person in my family. Think about it. Those same opportunities are going to come across your path and you are not going to tolerate something that's too small because your standards are high. Your standards are the filters of your life. Who you're around, who you're friends with, who you date, who you marry, what job you work at, what industry you have, how successful your business is, is all a result of your standards. You tolerate bullshit, you're going to get bullshit. If you only tolerate the best, you're going to get the best. Think about Kobe Bryant. The level of excellence that he demanded out of his team and the people around him. Think about LeBron James. He now has multiple championships, multiple MVPs, arguably one of the top five best NBA players ever to live. And he's still playing at 39 years old, 40 years old, whatever he is. He's the oldest person in the league, yet he's arguably a top five player to this day. That's because of standard. Is he athletic? Is he capable? Of course. But a lot of other NBA players are also who aren't doing what LeBron is doing. It's because LeBron has extremely high standards. That's why I say is like you need to study the best of the best in the world and look at yourself and go, what are you going to tolerate this year? I'll give you an example. So when I really felt like I mastered sales, it was early, early days in my company and I was running full time in the field, closing deals as much as possible. I remember walking into this appointment just outside of Houston and it was this older guy. He was in his 70s and he wanted solar. I came in and did all the things that I talk about on all these uh, podcasts about sales and everything like this. And I'm about 15 minutes into the pitch and I'm talking about everything that he needs to know for solar. And he says, well, what if I move? And I said, oh, well, yeah, no problem. Uh, basically, you'd get equity added to the house. Typically, it's this amount, this amount. And this is what would happen in that case. You'd either do this or do this. So I explained it, right? And he goes, uh, I, I don't believe that. You could be lying. And think about it, at this moment, I had been closing at an unbelievable rate. I've just deals every single week. My team is crushing it. And I don't need this person's business. 
He's sitting here calling me a liar. So in my mind, I'm sitting here thinking, there's nothing I can say. If he thinks I'm a liar, I could pay him $30,000 and he still would not sign up if he thinks I'm a liar. And this is what's interesting. And this is why standards and what you tolerate is so important. He says this and I said, excuse me, can you say that one more time? And he said, well, well I mean, you know, it, it, you could be wrong. So now he starts backtracking. I said, well, no, no, wait, but did you call me a liar? He said, well, you, you know, yeah. Well, I said, look, number one, I want to be extremely clear. It makes no difference to me if you sign up. Number two, there is not one thing that I will say to you today that will ever be a lie. I've been in this industry this long. I know this, I know this, I know this, I know this. So I started going through all the credibility. And I said, look, let me give you an example. Boom, realtor.com, average equity for solar. Boom, this, average equity for this. Don't ever disrespect me or call me a liar ever again. If you, if you believe that or if you think that that's the case, I will happily leave right now. You know what the guy started doing? He's like, no, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend you. No, I'm not calling you a liar. I just want to make sure that, you know, this is a good deal. I, I really want to do this, blah, 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 blah. And I said, okay, look, I'm, I'm not trying to come at you, but like, man, I'm being direct with you. It makes no difference to me if you end up getting solar, if it ends up working out. I'm just here to help you. And he goes, okay, I appreciate that. I'm, I'm sorry, Grant. I didn't mean to offend you. And I just kept going. So I get to the end and he goes, well, you know, I, I, I really like everything, Grant, but I think my son needs to be involved. He's at work, but he'll be back in like 45 minutes. Could you potentially come back in 45 minutes? And I'm like, all right. And I had a couple people that I'd done business with in that area. And I said, okay, well, you know, I'll go handle a couple things. I'll come back in 45 minutes. He said, okay, cool. So I leave and I come back. And, and the first thing I'm thinking is like, oh, this is such a waste of my time. I don't even know why I'm coming back to this guy. He was already rude. So I come back into the, to the living room. I sit down and the sun's there. The sun was super nice. I sit down. And think about it. This is someone that called me a liar. And obviously I, I, I came at him, pressed him a little bit, and then he apologized. So he disrespected me. I checked him because no one is going to call me a liar, especially when I know exactly what I'm talking about. I wasn't going to tolerate that. I didn't need this person to sign up. And I sit down. I said, perfect. Yeah, I guess. So, so what questions you have? They asked a few questions. And listen what the guy says. He goes, so Grant, we thought about it and I don't want to do a 12 kilowatt system, which is a, a, a system size for solar. And he goes, I want to do a bigger system. What would a 15 or 16 kilowatt system be? And I go, um, give me a second, calculate everything. End up being like an extra 15, $20,000 more, whatever it is. And I go, well, it'd be this price. And he goes, okay, what would the payment be? And I'm like, I tell him the payment. He goes, okay, let's do that. What information do you need? Think about it. I went from being called a liar and disrespected to not only him saying yes, but him upselling himself almost $20,000. Why? Because of my standards. I wasn't going to sit there and be disrespected. That was unacceptable to me. And because I held to that standard, he had two options, either to part ways and him not do business with me, or he start respecting me. And when you set your standards high and you stick to them, the world reacts to you. We don't realize how much time we waste around the wrong people in the wrong environments because we're tolerating it. Do not tolerate negative people. I can't tell you guys how many times, and this rarely happens because I've vetted all these people out, 
that they'll say something so negative around me. I would say, excuse me, please don't ever say that again. Excuse me. Hey, please don't ever speak that. If they're about to speak something, I'm like, don't say it. Because I don't want that in the world. I don't want to speak negativity around me. I don't want you to poison my head. I want to protect my environment. I'm not going to surround myself with people who are negative, who don't believe in what we're doing. I don't need that. It's going to poison my mind. It's going to poison my actions. And it's going to poison the people around me. Those are my standards. So it's important to have those different things. Okay, so look at your life and I want you to raise the bar and think, how do you start actually achieving the things that you want? And you do so by setting the bare minimum, but raising it. If you're deep down, okay, making 10,000 a month, you need to change it to 30. You need to change it to 50 and make it. If you all of a sudden double your income and it's not at your target, that should be unacceptable to you. You should not be celebrating. You should be figuring out what is going wrong and how do you fix these things. That is how the best of the best people work. Telling you, like they talk about this all the time with the Olympics, is that many times when people actually win the gold medal, they're not even celebrating. They almost have a sigh of relief because they've put so much effort and work to prepare for that moment that why should they not get the gold medal? They know that they're the best. But you can't do that if you don't first believe that. One thing last to to kind of follow, if you guys go watch the Kanye West documentary, guy has absolute belief in himself. There's videos of him having almost no money, driving with his cousin or his people, his friends, and he's sitting there talking about, I know I'm going to have Grammys. I visualize myself like winning the Grammy, doing this, being the best of the best. No one's better than me. He's just saying these things over and over and over and over again. And it's because he believed that, but his standards are so high that everyone has to react to those standards. He won't even invest any time or any energy in things that aren't in aligned with what he wants. This is how the best people think. So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. As always, um, you guys can find me on all my social media channels at Grant Mitt. And episode 71 is coming soon. We also have some really exciting guests coming. So I appreciate all the support. You guys can also check out the video version of this if you aren't watching it right now on my YouTube at Grant Mitt. And I hope to see you guys soon. Thanks, guys.